It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on this edition of Locked On Wizards, we've got a preview game for the Lakers Heat NBA Finals matchup and recap all the action from Sunday. Then, talking around, Bradley Beal clapping back this past weekend. If you missed the action, we've got all the details right here on Locked On Wizards. Hey everyone and happy Tuesday. Welcome to another edition of Locked on Wizards. I'm your host Renee Washington and tonight game four Lakers versus the Heat as the Lakers are up 2-1 in the series. The Heat did have a big game three to close the gap and keep themselves in it at this point. Now a number of things we've got to get into today. Starting off with something that's happening off the court that has nothing to do with well it has a lot to do with the series but nothing to do with the actual games. The fact that Los Angeles Lakers fans created a petition for Kyle Kuzma not, I repeat, not to receive a ring if the Lakers win the NBA Finals. First of all, if you watch the Lakers play, yes, no matter how well they are playing, right now it seems like Kyle Kuzma is all out of sorts, all out of whack. Now I know this season as a whole has been tough for him, going from being the number one option in L.A. a couple years back to LeBron coming in, taking over the team, to now LeBron and AD this year taking over the team. He has been pushed down the totem pole as the op- the top option for the team, as he's not even one of the top options for the team at this point. But what makes it worse is he still has not figured out a way to get going. And when you watch the Lakers play, especially I, I look back on like game one and game two of the finals and their wins over the Heat, It seemed as though he was always the guy, always the guy that was not on the same page as everyone else. The Lakers are playing well. You've got Rondo, Caruso, Dwight. You've got, of course, AD and LeBron. Everyone seems like they're playing well. Contavious Caldwell Pope, finding ways to to make an impact, knocking down shots, whatever it may be. Every single player seems to have figured out their role on the Los Angeles Lakers team, whether it's a starting role, coming off the bench, scoring, getting offensive rebounds, crashing the boards, being a rim protector, whatever it is, being in the other team's huddles like Dwight Howard was able to do around Nikola Jokic and just continue to harass the mess out of him. Everybody but Kyle Kuzma. Kuz is struggling, continues to struggle. And so (laughs) he has openly said he doesn't care. He doesn't give a bleep. I don't care. Twitter is for jokes around the fact that social media has taken to create a petition. That's right. A petition about whether or not he should get a ring. Over a thousand people have already signed the petition as of Monday. Nearly 1,500 people have signed this. Actually, it's, it's, a, it's 1,413 people to be exact. As of the moment, I'm sharing this information. People are signing left and right saying that he should not get a win if they he should not get a ring, excuse me, if they win the finals. I mean, I, 
it, you know, he's struggling. But overall, Kyle Kuzma's numbers, his turnovers, his misplays, his mispasses, uh, there was definitely a couple of plays that stood out that were just goofy, some shacked at a full moments of like, huh? What are we, what are, what's going on here? But it's, it's not something that's really taking away from the Lakers overall. He still, you know, he had 11 points in the first two games of the series, uh, three points in the first game, 11 points in the second game. Not great numbers, but it's not something that I think is going to make or break the Lakers in this series, especially if Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic are unable to get back. So that's the biggest question heading into Tuesday. Will either of them be able to play? Now, looking at both Bam and Dragic, Bam Adebayo was noted that it was noted about him that he does not like needles or and painkillers and I mean the medications that the NBA has are like no other and you have to wonder if I mean I'd like to think that if he had a a solution to get him back on the floor he'd put aside you know what he does and doesn't like to get there but he did say that you know it it just sucks sitting on the sidelines of course it does it's the NBA finals you don't know when or if you ever get back and Bam Adebayo has missed games one and two excuse me two and three we saw him um, dealing with some neck pains and, and shoulder injuries. He's day to day with his neck strain. And as of Monday night, is questionable for, questionable for game four. Hopes to be able to get back. But we've been seeing him get banged up game after game. It was, you know, the wrist injury against the Celtics. It was a shoulder injury. It was a neck injury. We have been seeing him grimacing and in pain throughout the course of the playoffs. But it seems that though, as though this has been the final straw for now. Now, I think Bam Adebayo has a much better chance of getting back than Goran Dragic. Goran has been listed as completely doubtful for game four. So at least Bam Adebayo has been upgraded to questionable, whereas Dragic is doubtful for game four. And honestly, looking at the numbers that Jimmy Butler put up in game three, yes, that's what they need from him in order for them to be able to win a game. But no, I don't think that Jimmy Butler is able to put up those numbers each and every game to close out this series. It's a tall task, to say the least. The Heat were already at a disadvantage coming into this series with the Lakers having the two best players on the floor. But then when you lose two of your starters in Drogic and Adebayo, it's just like, at this point, adding insult to injury, literally. You hate to see a, a team that is at a disadvantage because of injuries, but... Goran Dragic's torn left plantar. I don't think he's going to be back for game four. I don't think he's going to be back this series, regardless how long the series may take. And then for, um, you know, he did say he doesn't have a timetable for his return. It's not easy right now. He's not really sure on the status, but he's just getting treatments 24-7 and hoping for the best. Whereas for Bam Adebayo with his neck injuries, a positive. The x-rays that were taken on his neck were negative, but he has already been dealing with uh, some left arm injuries and neck, you know, as I mentioned, wrists and shoulders and just a lot of upper body injuries going on right now around Bam Adebayo as he has been the main physical point for this team in the paint, matching up with other opponents, big men in the, in the paint and taking on the load. It's safe to say, I guess it has caught up to him a little bit, but we've got to look at who is on the floor and who we can expect to step up and, have a big game four as we are preparing for tonight's matchup between the Heat and Lakers. So we're talking about it here on Locked on Wizards. Let me talk to you guys about Built Go. 
Yes, I've talked about Built Bar before, the world's fastest growing protein bars, which bring you those delicious, healthy snacks. Well, now we have Built Go, brought to you by this same company, bringing you a nice boost to get you through that mental or physical wall that you face through the day. And what I like about it is instead of having a can or a large bulky bottle or anything like a monster drink or five hour energy, you can put this right in your bag, your purse, your briefcase. It's easy and it's delicious. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint that I have had the chance to try and you will not regret tasting them. Plus, there's no crash. You don't have as much caffeine. You don't feel like you hit a wall like you do with most energy drinks. And what makes it better, not only does it help you feel good, it also literally makes you look better. It's got collagen, which helps promote joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. It has proteins that are fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast. And it's also easy on your stomach. All that you need to help get you going throughout your day. And if you head on over to BuiltGo.com, use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. What are you waiting for? Go feel better. Break through those mental and physical walls. So type in that promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. This episode of Locked on Wizards is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And you can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And they have everything, guys. Everything from edging control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, or maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer, you can get all the parts you need with a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. I don't know what gets much better than that. Delivered to your door, sign me up. Well, the rockauto.com catalog is easy to navigate, and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the best brands and prices you prefer. So best of all, prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I don't think it makes sense. I'm a bargain shopper. I'm all for saving. You should be too. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we here at Locked On Wizards sent you. Again, it's amazingly low prices, a great selection, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Go check it out. Game four, the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Miami Heat. Two nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time with the Heat trailing. Seeing if they can tie this series up, it's a tall task to say the least, but a lot of great things to keep an eye out on as we prepare for Tuesday night's game. Jimmy Butler and LeBron James going at it. We saw LeBron James apparently at the beginning of game three made a comment to Butler saying that, you know, he was in trouble. Well, Butler returned the comment at the end of game three after the Heat took their nine-point lead with just over a minute left in the game to say that it was, in fact, the Lakers who were in trouble as he hit a layup. Well, Jimmy Butler did have a big game three. The numbers were incredible. He did it all. 40 points, 13 assists, 11 rebounds. The third player in NBA Finals history to notch a 40-point triple-double. 
and joins a great crew in Jerry West and oh, no other than LeBron James. But I think something that is to be said about this is this historic night for as great as it was, I don't think we can expect him to do this again. That's one win for the Heat. They need three more. Does Jimmy Butler have three more performances like that in his up his sleeves? I don't know. I have no idea. He did become the first player since Shaq in 2002, actually, to collect 40 points without any three-point attempts. He's been getting to the basket. He's been drawing fouls. He's been penetrating and finding teammates wide open with all the attention he draws from him getting to the rim. He has been the biggest key to this team's success. But again, without Goran Dragic, without Bam Adebayo, and the Lakers have the ability to focus on him so much more, it just makes that task even taller. Tyler Hero, of course, has been a big number two for him. How about Tyler Hero's little mean mugging in game three? I mean, first of all, Tyler Hero looks like he's a child, but I appreciate the fact that it doesn't matter how young he is. It doesn't matter that he's making history as the youngest player in the NBA finals. He is out there balling. And Tyler Hero, there was a play earlier in game four when LeBron James did a chase down block and completely... Uh, knocked his shot to the ground, knocked him down to the ground. But you know what? Hats off to the young fellow because he didn't let that. He hasn't let any of this discourage him. He's stepping up to this challenge of being the youngest player in the NBA Finals. And I think he's stepping up pretty well, to say the least. He had just about nine points in the fourth quarter, but then finished with 17 and has been a big X factor and in, in the Robin to Jimmy Butler's Batman as he's been able to be a big offensive presence for them. But then also Kelly Olenek, definitely doing a great job filling in with Bam not on the floor because he's able to knock down shots. We saw him finish with 17 points in game three. He provides the Heat with something a little bit different on the offensive end as he is able to be more of a presence from the perimeter, more of a threat. We saw also Duncan Robinson, who's been pretty quiet in the NBA Finals, just 13 points in the game, and then Jay Crowder with 12 points. I mean, again, looking at this team, Jay Crowder, Myers Leonard, Duncan Robinson, Hero, Olenek, Kendrick Nunn, who's been playing well off the bench in, in whatever minutes he's able to get, Andre Godala, who's bringing the veteran leadership. The Heat are going to have to bring it all in the next game to tie the series up. And then if it's a tied series, it does change things a lot. Changes some momentum, definitely. And then if they're able to get back Bam out of bio, maybe game five, who knows? It's a whole different series, but I'm not fully counting on it because I do expect that LeBron James and the Lakers are going to come back let's just say with a much better game. I mean, the amount of turnovers that they had in game three was just unbelievable. I definitely do credit the Heat for their defense enforcing those turnovers, 19 turnovers in the game we saw for the Lakers. It just was not a good night. They seemed very disconnected. They seemed very flat. They seemed like they were out of it. I mean, the Heat outscored them in the paint 52 to 34, but it was more just about what the Lakers did not do. And that's something I've talked about. I think for the Heat to win, it's a matter of the Lakers not having a great game. And we know the Heat, Eric Spolscher definitely adjusted, keeping Anthony Davis out of the paint, limiting his, his, shot, his shot attempts. And AD with just 15 points in the game, but he was a non-factor. And I, I posed the question before the game even happened. In the NBA Finals, if the Lakers win, who was your MVP, LeBron James or Anthony Davis? Many said AD, especially with the numbers that he put up in the first two games. But after game three, I think that AD may have sealed his ticket and, Le- and give, it basically gave LeBron James that MVP, finals MVP trophy if they do win it, which I expect the Lakers will be winning it all. B 
because you cannot be that inconsistent in the finals. You can't be that inconsistent in the playoffs at all. You definitely cannot have a game like AD had in game three. And I expect that the Lakers are definitely going to come back. Let's just say with a little more pep in their step. I know that LeBron James was talking around um, the fact that, you know, he, he is going to be locked in and focused. He's been in this situation before. I think that's the biggest benefit, of course, being in 10 NBA finals, but also knowing what it's like to lose as much as people like to remind all LeBron James fans like myself about their loss to the Mavs, to the Spurs, to the Warriors. I mean, the list goes on and on, but at the end of the day with each loss, it teaches you what not to do, right? We, lo- we learn from our failures. We learn from our mistakes. Well, LeBron James knows from experience, as he was saying, to stay key, quote, on edge and locked in. And I expect that game four is going to be completely different as he is going to be even more focused to help them get that win. And he says that until the series is completed, I kind of stay on edge, stay locked in on the job at hand. And after losing game three and not playing well at all as a team, I expect that he's going to come back ready to go. So I'm expecting, honestly, a 40-point game from LeBron. I think it's going to be the other way. I think he's going to come back, and I don't think Jimmy Butler helped with his uh, little trash talking at the end of game three. You know, LeBron James finished with 25 points, 10 rebounds last game, but I expect that to be like 35 points, 15 rebounds or something for game four. I'm just I'm just calling. That's just my prediction. And I definitely think AD is going to have a much better game. He's going to have to adjust. And having seen what the Heat threw at him defensively, I expect he's going to – LeBron James and him have been working through it to come back. So we've got game four Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time tip-off. My prediction, the Lakers win. And I think it'll be actually a pretty convincing win. I'm thinking like a 15 point win is my, is my, you know, just throwing out some, just throwing out some predictions, take it or leave it. But I do think that after having a game like game three, one of the toughest things when you're a team like the heat right now, who does not have a lot going for them is that the Lakers have the ability to come back and, and give them a lot of, uh, a lot of looks they just aren't ready for. So they have the versatility, they have the size, they have the shooters, they have the depth, they have the two best players in the series on their team. Well, unless AD plays like he did last game, Jimmy Butler definitely is is playing like a better player um, in terms of game three matchups. But overall, I think the Lakers win this one, and I think they win it pretty big. But there has been some more talk going on around the NBA that actually does not have anything specific to do with the Lakers and the Heat, but does involve LeBron James and more Kyrie Irving than LeBron James as well as Bradley Beal. So we've got to get into what had Bradley Beal ranting on social media this past weekend right here on Locked On Wizards. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Renee Washington here, host of Locked on Wizards, as we have had a chance to talk around the NBA Finals with the Lakers taking on the Heat, Game 4 Tuesday night. 
expecting a big game from Anthony Davis, who is going to adjust, in my opinion, after the looks defensively that the Heat presented to him. Jimmy Butler off of a 40-point game, triple-double at that, is going to have to have another big performance just like that to lead the Heat, but I don't think they're going to be able to tie it up. So let's get into what's going on around the rest of the NBA, specifically looking at Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving, and Fox Sports analyst Nick Wright. So Kyrie Irving had some comments, as Kyrie Irving often does, and he was saying how he was a better late-game option than LeBron James when they played together in Cleveland, and by no surprise, Kyrie Irving was called out for it because, first of all, I... I've got, I've just got no words. Kyrie Irving, there's just sometimes, you know, I feel like as a kid, your parents teach you, if you don't have anything nice to say, just say nothing at all. This is one of those situations, like, why, why are you saying this? And you know what? Even if you were a better late game option than LeBron James, LeBron right now is in the NBA finals. LeBron right now is competing for his fourth championship. LeBron right now is breaking so much and making so much history. You're sitting at home watching LeBron play. I don't think this is the time. I don't know if there ever is a time to sit and, and make these comments about you versus LeBron and who's the better late game option. Because right now you're in no game. LeBron James is playing in game four tonight. What game are you playing in right now? I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I, I think sometimes players just, it's like a boredom thing. It's like, what do I say? You know, I, what can I, what can I do? Just keep working out, just keep recovering, getting healthy. Get yourself back on the floor for Brooklyn. And let's start from there. How about you be in the game before we start talking about if you're the better late game option? Because truth be told, does any of that matter right now when we've got LeBron playing for a title and you're, and you're sitting at home? I hate to pull an Allen Iverson quote, but we're talking about, this is like the, we're talking practice. Like you're talking about Cleveland 2016, 2015, when we're talking about a championship right now which is a little more important. I think the championship right now, we're not living in the Cleveland days. We're not, we're not taking that trip down memory lane right now. And any trips down memory lane, we're looking at the finals performances by LeBron in the past and what we can expect from him today. We're looking at past finals, past champions. We're not really talking about who was the better late game option. I, I mean, I just, I think you just gotta be humble sometimes. Even if you think you are the better late game option, Now's not the time to say it. Again, Kyrie Irving didn't even play in the NBA restart. He's been injured. He's been able to get through a full season. He's been on three different teams in the last three seasons. Just work on getting back on the court. But anyways, that's a whole other rant in itself. Nick Wright, Fox Sports analyst, did actually attack Kyrie Irving for it. But the way that he did it, not the right way to go about it. I'm not quite sure... I just feel like, again, sometimes people are like, who can I bring up that, that hasn't been talked about in a while? So Wright had a quote saying, we could say that if not for LeBron James, Kyrie is just a less interesting Gilbert Arenas without the 29 points per game season. Hmm. So bringing up Gilbert Arenas in this, and then he, he didn't stop there. He continued talking about the Wizards. Look, I guess we should be a little excited. I guess the Wizards are in the playoff conversation not um so after making that comment about Kyrie being a quote less interesting Gilbert Arenas without the 29 points per game season he then decided to throw Bradley Beal into the mix and he said 
Listen, I'm happy for, quote, Bradley Beal with a ring, but that's what Kyrie is. But he thinks he's someone else. Hmm. Why? Just why? I mean, I don't understand the need to use Bradley Beal to insult Kyrie Irving while also insulting Bradley Beal. I, I don't know what you're trying to say there, Nick Wright. But either way, Bradley Beal had some words to say. And although Bradley Beal with a ring, you know what? could be something that's not taken as heavily. I think the bigger issue is not the fact that he said it, but not what he said, I should say, excuse me, but the fact that he said it. Like, why are you saying it? Why are we bringing Bradley Beal into this conversation? Kyrie Irving made what I, what I think is an immature comment, which Kyrie Irving has done in the past. Why are we bringing Bradley Beal into this too? Why is, why is he getting brought up at all? The conversation has nothing to do with him. There are a lot of great players that don't have a ring. And to bring up Bradley Beal, I, I, I don't know. I, I think back to the concept of like, if someone is constantly talking about you, it's almost like the greatest form of flattery and the biggest compliment that they can't stop talking about you. We have had so many conversations around Bradley Beal trade rumors, Bradley Beal, now Bradley Beal with a ring being an insult to Kyrie Irving. I mean, where did, where did we draw the line here? So Kyrie Irving, um, excuse me, Bradley Beal did take to Twitter to say to Nick Wright, what y'all talked about today has got zero, in all caps, to do with me, my character, or my game. There's only one other person named Bradley Beal in this world, and that's my son. I'm fine with it. Of course, Nick Wright started backpedaling. Nick Wright was saying totally fair. Point was, y'all two numbers are damn near identical, and yet you're not out here talking like you invented the sport like Kyrie does. It wasn't intended as a shot at you or your game. And then Bradley Beal said, I hear you. It was tough to gauge off your transition, all love. So Nick Wright immediately started backpedaling and saying that, no, 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 that's not it. I wasn't trying to insult you. I was just saying your games are very identical, but you're not out here talking trash like he is. So, I mean, I, it's interesting. It just, to me, I just don't think it's necessary. I think that, you know, why to bring Bradley Beal up in this conversation, it's kind of like if there's sometimes it makes sense to compare players when you're talking about different conversations around championships or talking about conversations around, um, you know, top guards and looking at the positions. But in this scenario, you're focused, you're focused on questioning and attacking Kyrie Irving's comments. The answer is not to then bring another player in, into it. You could, Nick Wright could have got on Kyrie Irving the way I got on Kyrie Irving actually and addressed him without bringing in any other player for that matter. The point is Kyrie Irving should not have made that comment because why are you taking shots at LeBron James? Why are you acting like you're this big closer, big finisher when LeBron James is the reason you have a ring and LeBron James is also competing for a championship right now. I go back to my original point and you're sitting at home. He's in champion. He's in another NBA finals. How many have you been in? How many have you been in without LeBron? Hmm. Exactly. So there's so many ways. If you want to be petty, Nick, right? There's so many ways to attack Kyrie Irving there because he really just teed up for you to be able to just pick, pick your poison, pick whatever comments you want to go with and go at him. Bringing Bradley Beal into it, not really the right move, but I do like that Bradley Beal defended himself, you know, making that comment. The only person with my name, my name is my son. Don't know why you're bringing me up. Basically, why is my name being brought into this? So I am all for it. I don't blame him. And 
Bradley Beal's name does keep getting brought up, including around trade rumors, including so many different things. And we'll be getting into some more of that throughout the course of this week, taking a look at some potential offseason moves, rumors, and much more here on Locked on Wizards. So hit that subscribe button, guys, because we are at the end of another edition of Locked on Wizards. I hope you enjoyed Tuesday night's game. Let's see if I'm correct in my prediction. Lakers winning by 15. A convincing win by the Lakers. And I think LeBron's dropping like 35, 40 points. And going to definitely have at least a double-double. But I see the Lakers taking this one and this series going 3-1. And we'll see who's correct, me. And if you have any predictions, let me know before tip-off. Tip-off is 9 p.m. Eastern time. Let me know on Twitter, at Renee P. Wash, at Locked on Wizards what your predictions are for the Lakers Heat game four. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Enjoy watching the finals and all the sports action going on. And I'll see you back here for our Wednesday edition of Locked on Wizards. Washington out. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.